Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. Episode 43. I don't want the world. I want you. This is the One Extraordinary Marriage Podcast, home of the Seven Days of Sex Challenge, featuring your hosts, the authors of the groundbreaking new book, Stripped Down, Tony and Elisa DiLorenzo. Welcome back to One Extraordinary Marriage, where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of intimacy. You're here with Elisa DiLorenzo. And Tony DiLorenzo. I'm still smiling. Like every time I hear our music, I'm like, oh, I just start rocking out. I know. I like it. One of our friends, uh, my buddy Mike, mentioned it this uh, this week when I talked to him and he said he dug it. I dig it too. I don't know. It's like Ooh. happy music. I'm glad you like it. Happy music. Yeah. You Thank you, Wayne. Job. Yes, very much. Welcome back, everyone. It is a, uh, it's actually kind of a drizzly Sunday evening afternoon here in San Diego. We're actually, Very much we're getting so. some weather this weekend, you know, so if you hear lots of car accidents in San Diego, it's because people here don't drive in the rain all that often. So, right. It, it's, it's a blessing and it's sort of, sort of funky for us. A blessing in the sense that in the seven, almost eight years that Elise and I have lived here in San Diego, we've had two huge firestorms, one in 03 and one in 07. In October. In October. Both of those have come half a mile to a mile from our place both times. So it's very nice to have this wet weather Mm -hmm. because it just gets everything all nice and wet. And so if the Santa Ana's blow and a spark happens somewhere, we don't have another firestorm to deal with. On the other side, it's not San Diego weather (laughs) and we would love our sunshine and we like to get out and it's just not who we're, we are. we're a little spoiled. I, I do have to admit the Midwest girl in me. Those of you that don't know, I grew up in Columbus, Ohio and went to college at DePaul University in Greencastle, Indiana. Um, having a little cool fall, you know, afternoon where you'd love to be curled up with a book. Um, these are nice, but we are spoiled here. We miss our sunshine. You, you hear people totally. talking about it. Everybody gets cranky when, you know, it even is just a mist here. So, yeah. Um, it's been, you know, we've gotten quite a bit of feedback. Yeah. This week, and let's uh, let's start it off with this one. All right. Hello, De Lorenzo. This is Jan, and I'm calling in honor of Dan and Jan to tell you we did it. But yay! This will only be week one of the next eight and a half because we've actually decided to do this 60 day challenge. Yay! So um, you'll be hearing from us again. So far, so good. Seven days down. A lot more to go. Talk to you guys. Thanks for doing your total blessing. Bye. Oh, Jan, thank you. And I have to, little personal note here. Jan has been a friend of mine for, gosh, I think four years now. Yeah. And um, she, they'd been living up Northern California, Central California um, for the last few years. And she didn't even know about uh, what we were doing with one, you know, kind of on the Facebook, but you know, not really paying that much attention. Then she went to a creative memories conference <laughs> and right. there were some other gals who were here in San Diego that were saying, Oh my gosh, have you heard what Tony and Elisa are doing? And she hadn't heard. So they really filled her in um, much like I get the feeling some of you do with your friends because of 
how our fan base is growing and um, you know that type of thing and so when Dan and Jan moved back here she and I got together one night and had a very long girls night talk uh, about, about sex about sex and about one extraordinary marriage and what's going on in this community and all the she, great things that are happening yeah every week what, what we're hearing in marriages and um she and dan picked up a copy of our book and have been going through it and i gotta say i'm doing you know the happy dance over here yeah. hearing that they are that they've done their first week and um they'd had some discussions if they were going to do one week or if they were going to go for the 60 days and there's a big smile on my face for dan and jan um doing the 60 days with us so just it's awesome just a big heartfelt this this one hits close to home being a longtime friend and it was kind of funny because i didn't realize the guys hadn't really met right. at all and so we were all together on saturday night and at, you know, ch- at, at church. church and the guys got introduced and it was very funny because all of you listening you know so much about us that you know you kind of have this moment when you meet somebody that's been listening to us on the podcast and he's like, you know, Hey, so you're Tony, you know, and it's kind of like, well, and he goes, Oh, Hey, Tony, I've, I've heard a lot about, you, <laughs> you know, and, and it was sort of like, I heard a lot about you. And then he sort of put in from, from your podcast. I'm like, Oh yeah, that tends to happen a lot lately. People know what's happening in our lives and I've just met you, Dan, but I've heard great <laughs> things about you too. Yeah, but you don't know nearly as much about him as he knows about us. Right. <laughs> this is also very true. So so that's been fun. And, and we know that there are many of you out there that are either in the midst of seven or 60 days. There are those of you. Um, so call in. That we we did it. Do I'm it. Just, I'm share. hoping every week we're going to get at least one or two of these phone calls because we know you guys are doing this. Yeah. And it's encouraging. It's encouraging to other people. Um, You obviously know we've done it. It's not nearly as exciting when we say it as it is when you guys call in and say, you know what? We did it seven days. Right. Because it's you guys. We made it through. Making a change in your marriage. We figured out what we had to do to make it happen seven days in a row. We figured out what we had to do to make it happen for two months. Right. Whatever you're doing, share the good news. Yeah. And if you've gone for more than seven days or you want to share your experience over a seven day, a 30 day or a 60 day challenge, call in. Don't be afraid to talk. We we are going to play it. I don't care if it's five minutes long. I will play it because what you guys are doing, you're changing your marriage. You're changing this intimacy lifestyle that you want and, and desire in your marriage. And there's no better person than you to call in and tell the world that. Well, and that's like the, this email that I got from one of our listeners. Yeah. Um, this wife wrote in and she said, I took total control last night and had a rocking night with my husband. Tried new things and had a blast. This getting out of my comfort zone is amazing. She goes, I'm trying to drug the kids so I can do it again tonight. Thanks for the <laughs> boost of courage. And- I, I'm all for that, man. That that <laughs> That just puts a smile on my face when I hear... A wife doing that to her husband. No, that, that's just cool. No doubt. And this is a couple that we've had communication with for the last you know, couple of months. And the changes that we've seen for, for them to be for the wife to be saying this, mm-hmm. you know, hats off and high five to you because this is a wife that would not have said this two months ago. Right. And for her to be like, this is what I did. And we're doing this and we're having fun. And it's it's creating all of this good energy in our marriage. Right. So excited. 
mm-hmm. so excited for the two of them. And then I got another message today from. Jeez Louise, you got messages coming out of the union. Well, you know what? People email me at askalisa at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. <laughs> and I'm all for it. Don't, don't get me wrong. I love them. You can email Tony too. Yeah, you but can But I just, me. I happen to be getting a lot at, you know, askalisa at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. Or ask Tony at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. So I got this message um, and you guys have heard me talk about Carrie over the last couple of weeks. And so today we get this one liner. Today we are starting your, your intimacy lifestyle. Three days for him, three days for her. And that's cool. You guys have heard us talk about this. It's what works in our marriage. It Still takes, doing it. we've been doing it like, two years, a year. How long? Have we been year doing? and a half. Year and a half. Yeah. I've lost track. Um, but it really works for us because there's no pressure right. on one person to always be the initiator. You know that if your spouse initiates, you really don't have the opportunity to say no unless it's... We're, we're probably going to have to start changing it up though again. It, it's it's time to throw in something because it's been a year and a half. Uh-oh. I don't know what. But oh, okay. It's time to, so you're not saying that with like an already made idea on your head? No, I don't. So if anybody else has ideas, let me know. Okay. Ask it Tony. Ask Tony at one extraordinary <laughs> yes, please, please send it direct to him and then you know, he'll figure out what works (laughs) and then present the top 10 ideas to me, I'm sure. But, you know, again, so exciting to hear that couples out there are adopting some form of an intimacy lifestyle. They are saying, you know what? This is going to be a priority in our marriage. Right. We recognize after having listened to the podcast or been part of the community on the Facebook fan page or you know, we checked out your seven days, all the blog entries um, during the seven days of sex challenge. We can see what being intimate does to marriages. And we want that in our own marriage. So Carrie, you and your husband can't wait to see where this is going to crank it, where this is going to take the two of you. Cause I think it's going to be awesome. It's just going to be awesome. It is. So that was everything that, you know, all, all of my messages. I know that we've right. got another phone call. Yeah. You want me to do that now or do we want to get into our week? Let's talk about our week. Our week. Let's do it. And then it. we'll go to the phone call. Yeah. Um, do, do, do you want to play your little sound effect? Yeah. Okay. okay. So here it is. Oh, wait a minute. Darn it. He lost it. Darn it. Oh, okay. All that build up. All that build up. My bad. All right. Here it is. Yeah. I, fi- I finally opened up Pandora's box this weekend. I've had it sitting on my desk for a week because my BlackBerry took a crap and got on the phone with Verizon and they were able to get me a droid and it's up and it's working and it's cool. So that's about it. Oh, that is not about it. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? Other than you were mad at me yesterday because I didn't go to the birthday party. Yeah, but I got over it. I know. Yeah. I wasn't planning on going to the birthday party because I was playing with my... Okay. <laughs> yes, the droid is, and you know he's already shown Alex. Apparently, there's, a, there's an air horn that makes farting sounds. No, the air horn doesn't make the farting sound. There's another app that makes a farting sound. I didn't, I didn't download that one yet. Oh, all right. Well, the one air horn sound kind yeah, of sound. Yeah, the air horn sound yeah, was, was cool. So Alex, you know, I'm leaving to go to a jewelry party this afternoon, and Alex is holding the the droid like it's a piece of gold. I mean, he just, you know, two hands because yeah, Dad better. has said you know, two hands. Um, and he's just sitting there almost curled up with it like a stuffed animal <laughs> because dad's letting him hold 
the, the droid. droid. Oh, so, you didn't play it there. I, I gave did. you a perfect option. All right. Well, I did it. Yeah. So that's been that. And, and it's the thing about electronics, as you all know, we get sucked into them and they destroy intimacy. These little son of a guns are, are intimacy destroyers. And even though I get all sucked in and I love playing with them, I can see the life getting sucked out of me too, especially when it comes to spending time with Elisa and the kids. So for all of you that... Um, and I know many of you have them and probably use them responsibly. And I, and I, hope, and I hope you do. In all honesty, I, I hope you do. I, I think that they, they do add a lot of tension in marriages. And it's because when you are looking at that thing, everything else is just falling by the wayside. Mm-hmm. So your spouse could be talking to you and you hear nothing. As much as you want to think you're a great multitasker, as much as I want to believe that I'm a great multitasker, or not. And so I think these things are are just deadly at times if you are in a heated moment or you are in some sort of argument or something is even happening or nothing is happening and your spouse is trying to communicate with you. So I, I do take it seriously when I'm on these things. And yesterday was one of those times when I just assumed that we were just taking Alex to a birthday party and it was just us hanging out with Abby. And that is why I had opened it yesterday morning, got it going, knowing that I'd be able to work on it over the weekend. Okay. And then at least I, I have to catch you right there with what you just said. What? I thought we were taking Alex to a birthday party and we were just going to be hanging out with Abby. Right. Okay. But when I said, let's take Abby to the birthday party, you said, but I want to do my droid. Right. So. Because I was just going to hang out and mess with my droid. No, but that's not what you said. You said, I thought we were going to hang out with Abby. Right. I, I figured you would hang out with Abby while I mess with the droid. And I would still be here. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Hello. Hanging out with somebody while you're just being in the house with your droid is not hanging out with them. Do you understand the problem? Yes, with that I, I do. Okay, I, I, just just checking. I, I, I caught it. Okay. Once, once well, I'm just pointing it, it out. To, I'm just pointing it out to everybody else in case they missed, they missed it. it. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I appreciate that. Uh, on another note, we think we found out what is up with my mouth, and all the prayer in the world, as many of you know, doesn't have an effect unless you take action. And sometimes when we are at our lowest times, we don't want to take action because we feel. We feel, gosh, we feel frozen. We feel disabled to do anything. And in all honesty, I I don't think I've explained how bad my mouth issue has been. There are seriously have been times in the last six months when it hurt to eat. The, the sodium in food, even if it was light, and we don't have a heavy sodium diet at all. I don't even add, I mean, we don't. I don't add salt to anything. But if there was an item that had sodium in it, it could literally just fry my mouth and taste buds, taste, everything gone. And I went through a number of bouts of that and I didn't bring it up to Elisa for a long time. I learned more about it in the last probably four days than right. I have in the last six months. Yeah. And that is me just trying to take control. Okay. It is. And again, it's not, it's not good. And so we determined this week that, you know what, it's probably time to go see a dentist. Cause I went to the doc 
And Elisa's smirking because she told me this probably two months, a month ago. Easily. When I finally told her that. But it's his idea now, so that makes it a good idea. Yeah, it's a very good idea now. It's mine. <laughs> but anyway, we're I'm going to go. All the, all the tests came back from my physician. Clear. I'm healthy as an ox. There's nothing wrong there. It so happens that we have a friend who is a dental hygienist. And we were able to talk to her about what was happening. And she gave us some suggestions. It got very personal because what I have is most likely related to oral sex. So if your kids were around, I'm sorry, I meant to tell them, tell you to change that. So um, it's something we enjoy doing. And it never crossed our mind that this could possibly be it over the many years that we've been married. It's never happened before. So here's my little tidbit of advice now that I'm bringing this up. If you have a mouth issue and you've had oral sex, you may want to check. There may be some sort of infection that has happened because of that. Thank you, Elisa. That would be your public service announcement for today. (laughs) (laughs) It is. I, I agree. And I am very thankful to our friend that she was candid enough with us to ask the questions. Well, think about it. I've gone to... An acupuncturist mm-hmm. never brought up anything. Went to my physician. My physician said it was stress, and I know my stress goes to my gut, so I find it odd that it is coming to my mouth. It, Although the acupuncturist did say that the gut and the mouth are related, they're on the right. same channel. So the there spleen. was there was some credibility to that, even mm-hmm. though it, you know traditionally it's been in your gut, right? Um, yeah, but it's it's kind of interesting that you know this particular friend is actually a listener. <laughs> And so knows us very well right? and was able to, you know, knows what we talk about on a weekly basis. And so was able to ask pointed questions Mm -hmm. that, you know, coupled with some over the counter home remedies um, that I'm taking. Yeah, I'm taking and I'm not kidding. Since I've done this on Friday, it has helped out tremendously. I still have a little bit of an issue. But the home remedy that I'm using is working out fantastic and it will get me through until I think I got a week and a half before I see the dentist. And if it's not cleared up by then, there is a prescription that I can ask for. And yes, he is going to that dentist appointment. Well, even and if I need, he's I need, feeling and better. I need a cleaning anyways. E- even if he's feeling better, he's, yeah. st- you know, it's kind of like you take the car in and it's not making that same sound. He's still going to the dentist. Yes, I am going to the so. dentist. So yay. Yay for that. That is On that front, that is an answer to prayer. Right. Um, And sometimes uh, the other service announcement on this part is prayer works. It does. But sometimes you got to do. And just like in our book, Strip Down, and if you haven't gotten it, please go to our website, click the little Strip Down book, and you can order the physical book, the e-book, or the audio book. We would love for you to get a hold of it and, and learn from our 14 years of marriage is in our last chapter. We it's called prayer works and prayer does work. And we have an amazing God that we can go to all the time. The thing is there are many times when we got to get moving because God just doesn't drop stuff in front of our faces. And, and I learned that, you know, I want to control it. I want it to go away. I want it to just go away. And you know what? I fell flat. And, and and until I just started going, you know what? I, I got to figure this out. That's when things started happening. Mm-hmm. You know, God put people in my 
in my realm or in my sphere of influence who could help me be it my acupuncturist be it my doctor and then and and then now our friend here so yay yes very much so yay yay what else happened this week babe you were home a lot i was it was a it's been a slow couple of weeks with the den dude and and then i'm taking off next weekend yeah tony's heading out to st louis St. Louis. So for, for all marriage. of you, yep, for all of you guys who have checked out Fit Marriage, and if you haven't, go to it fitmarriage.com. We're mm-hmm. live. I'm headed out to St. Louis to hang out with my partner in crime out there, Dustin, and you guys may know him from Engage Marriage. And we are going to be cranking out a bunch of videos and just doing a bunch of stuff cuz we're going to launch this puppy and our Thrive 90 program in December. So we got a lot of work. So that's this week coming up. But this past week, you were home a lot. Yes. And, um, you know, Tony has, he's always, not always, but, you know, the last few years, he typically leaves the house about 830 and, you know, home around 435 o'clock, give or take. Um, You know, when he comes home from his mobile office at the local Starbucks or Claim Jumper (laughs) or wherever. Um, But this week he was home a lot more doing a lot of stuff from the house because he was working on a lot of his video, you know, Den Dude was slow. And so he was working on a lot of his videos and, and, I, yeah. and, and a lot, just a lot of stuff that it just made sense for him here. to be at home at the, uh, you know, here at the house. And so, you know, part of that is working on our dynamic, you know, because now I've got two kids in school. And Elisa wants the morning, to be by herself. And you know, I kind of had it in my head. You know, my kids are at school. I'm going to be by myself. I'm going to be able to get my work done. And so I'd hear from across the garage, hey, check this music out. Hey, check this out. Hey, check this out. And I'm like, dude, I'm trying to get stuff done. I've got a limited time before I have to pick up the little one. And I, you, you're in my space. <laughs> I was. You're cramping my style. And, you know, so that's been... It, it's something it's, that it's, gonna, it's something we have to work on. It's something we have to work on. It's something that you know we have to work through mm-hmm. because this is uh, the direction that our married life is headed. headed. Yeah, one of my goals, and I totally have, from the day I've started the dent dude have been able to support our family. It's it's I've been doing dance for thirteen years. Mm-hmm. I left a company after I, I worked for a couple of companies, but the last company and we were here in San Diego. And at that point in time, I'd been in my trade for six years. So I knew what I was doing. Dent dude has been able to support us to the point that Elise has been able to stay home mm-hmm. with the kids. My goal is though, in the next three years. So when I hit 40, I'm not doing dent dude full time. A lot of what you see with one and what we do here on the podcast is and our book is so that eventually this is taking up most of our time or a lot of our time. We're, we're out there. We're speaking to you guys in churches or at marriage retreats. That is something is a passion of mine, mm-hmm. Annalisa's, to do. So as we move, as I move away from the dent, dude, it means I'm going to be home more hanging out with Elisa. Well, you'll be home more. I don't know that we're hanging out. It's a lifestyle change. Right. And, you know, it's kind of one of those things where, you know, you often hear about um, older couples when, you know, if, if she's been the homemaker and then he retires, kind of how do they, right. how do they readjust all of a sudden? Well, gosh, he's home. He's not out of the house every day. And, you know, we're very much going through that in our thirties um, or Tony's not retired, but he is home more. 
Right. And so I, we need to open up those communication styles. We need to be able to figure out how does that work when we're, we do not have a large home. Right. We spend, you know, you guys know we record out of our garage studio, which means Tony's desk is on one side of the garage and my desk is on the other side of the garage. And there's what, 15 feet in between us. Yeah. Give or take. Yeah. Um, so that can be cozy when I'm trying to do my phone calls and he's trying to do his phone calls and yeah, I don't have my own cubicle. The garage is supposed to be my cubicle during the day. So we're talking through that and we're working through that. And Tony, you know, bless his heart. He came up to me and he said, look, if I'm bugging you, you have to let me know. Right. Don't get huffy about it. Just tell me what's going on. And, you know, appreciate him calling me, calling me to task on that because, you know, I can be like, this is my space. This is my time. You're supposed to be gone, pushing a dent somewhere, <laughs> anywhere, but my garage. Um, so it's just, it's a good thing. I'm glad, you know, as, as much as I've loved having, the ability to be home with my kids, um, the ability for Tony to move into something besides dent repair is a huge blessing for our family. The fact that one and fit marriage and you know, all of these things that he has found a new passion for. Don't get me wrong. Tony is excellent at what he does. Oh, and I love what I do. And he loves what he does, but he has found a new passion in and it comes across, you guys, I know you hear it when he talks about marriage, but his passion for marriage and for fitness and for being able to combine all of these things that he's so passionate about and to make that be the next step. career, the yeah. next step for him is huge. And so it just, it just means we have to, you know, figure these things out. We'll adjust. Yeah. We'll and, make it happen. You know, whatever we don't work out before <laughs> we get on the air, we'll work out with you guys. That's right. So, um, so I think that's been the week. That's been our week. It really has. Other than that, it's been it's been pretty good. Today, Elisa got home late, pissed me off. I let her know. It was just one of those things where I was running late and, and didn't I had my phone, phone on vibrate and d- doesn't pick it up and all that stuff, and it just drives me nuts. And especially when the kids are waiting for her and she's not home and, and not home, and they're irritated, and I'm irritated. Everybody was irritated. Yep, everybody was irritated. So that wasn't um, a way to end a Sunday evening right before dinner, but it's what it is. It what it is. Are we good? Are we uh, still I'm, not no, good? no, I'm, I'm fine with it now. Okay. Just checking. Yeah. But the, I'm, I'm just letting them know that's part of our oh, week. Yeah. That was part so of our week. It's in one of those things, you know, I can be upset in the moment of it. I, I blurt out something stupid, which I know in the Bible says, you know, quick to, uh, what is it? Be slow to, slow to, be anger slow to anger gosh darn it, i got that first but that, that's something i i constantly need to work on and just need to remember so um let's get this voice message we got in here ah darn it hold up guys sorry okay, I, I you notice to, he I won't be to, quitting his day job anytime soon until no, he gets I have, all these buttons the, i have to put the mute button on for one little thing because i don't want it to keep dinging if i get an email and stuff so here it is Hello, Tony and Lisa. This is Grant. Um, I've done some mowing here at my grandma's and listened to you guys' podcast, which I really appreciated. Well, you're uh, welcome. I just wanted to say thank you for that. Also, I had a question. Here's a little bit of a background. Me and my wife, Kristen, got married, let's see here, January 31st of 2010, about nine months ago or so. 
Nice. And we found out that we're getting ready to have a baby here in January. Exciting. So, got a quick one there. Yep. And we have, I think, my wife do too, that we have a great sex life. We have five to seven times a month, and we don't have any issues there. But I understand that it slows down when you have kids. Definitely. I just wondered what your thoughts on that, whether... What's too much? What's too little? Man, I don't want it to be a burden or anything. So, keep up the great work and thanks a lot. Grant, thank you so much for calling in. Um, your phone call actually gave us a chance to kind of revisit life after both of our kids and right. how we handled uh, how we handled our sex life after that. Wasn't um, too good. Yeah. Why don't you talk about life after Alex, our firstborn? Thank you. Hey, no problem. <laughs> As a guy talking, I think I screwed up major after Alex was born. I expected to have sex pretty soon afterwards. I, I had felt that towards the end of the pregnancy, there wasn't much sex going on anyways because you got this kid and your wife's probably going to be uncomfortable even having sex. She may not be, but you know, it's just different strokes for different folks. She, she just may not be comfortable. So there's that. And then she has a child and all this time is spent on the child and you feel left out. I, I would say one of the big things is as a dad, as a new dad, be right there. I mean, be as a part of your kid's birth and the rearing of your child early on. Mm-hmm. And I, and I know there's a lot of time spent between the mom and the kid because of breastfeeding and all that. As a, well, and even if she's, even if your wife has bought, chosen to bottle feed, there's right. still just, you know, there's sleep deprivation. Yeah. <laughs> there is suddenly you've gone from a family of two to a family of three. Yeah. And the third one is very needy mm-hmm. because let's be honest, they need you to do everything for them. And so that, suddenly your wife initially is not going to have as much time for you. Not that she doesn't want to, but she has this completely dependent new little baby that is going to require, you know, middle of the night feedings and diaper changes and doctor's appointment. You know, there's just all of a sudden it becomes this whirlwind. And the best advice I had from a girlfriend when I was pregnant with Alex was, you know, make it through the first 30 days <laughs> somehow after the first 30 days, it all starts to fall into place and you're like, okay, I can breathe again. Um, but from a woman's point of view and I wasn't, I wasn't willing to wait 30 days. Yeah. Also. Tony was just like, how soon can you get clearance? And right, I sex. didn't actually have clearance to have sex. And he's like, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm like, okay. And it was not good. No, nope. it was yeah. not good. De- definitely don't push that be be smarter than me and and learn from my stupidity is definitely do other forms of intimacy mm-hmm. be be in your emotional state or your intellectual state you can still even have physical intimacy which may just mean you're hugging each other you're holding hands you're kissing right there's other forms of intimacy that <laughs> you can engage each other in that doesn't require having sex. Mm -hmm. That's something I wish I would have known almost eight years ago now. Right. Because really, if I had known what I know now, 
it would be it would have been much different probably would have been months before we had sex again in it well and it's just one of those things too i think if you guys talk about this prior to the child coming mm-hmm. it's a huge it's a huge wall that you just break down right the communication of you guys realizing okay you know what the doc is probably going to say it's about six weeks it's probably going to be about six weeks it's you know, if it's, if it's mm-hmm. vaginal and if you guys are talking about that now and talking about sort of let's make let's let's have fun with this let's make it so we do fast for these six weeks and what are we going to do when we can have sex again mm-hmm. please use protection don't have another child unless you really want another child quick I don't know. All the people I know that have them that quick, they, they seem to be a little more It can be stressful. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just, that's just me. I like to have my kids spread out. So I think you, you have such a great opportunity, you two, to really just talk about it now mm-hmm. and really talk about how you guys want to be intimate with each other that doesn't involve sexual intercourse. Because to be completely honest with you, after your wife has the baby, her body is just, it it just doesn't, it doesn't feel attractive. You know, you're squishy and you know, your breasts are leaking and just, it kind of feels like it's a body that your head is just put on. Right. You know, it it doesn't, you're like, they don't belong together. Yeah. You know, I've got this head and this body and they're attached, but somehow they just don't feel like it. Um, the other thing that Tony and I talked about after we got your phone call grant was that we did not schedule regular date nights after Alex was born. Right. I mean, we really didn't have them before he was born, but when you didn't have kids, you're like, Oh, let's go out and grab a movie. Let's go. But, but I, I will have to say six years ago or no, six. Jeez. Alex is almost eight. He's almost eight. Yeah. Eight, nine years ago. You didn't hear many people talking about date nights. As married couples. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, you go out there and you hear us talking about it. You can go on any blog site and there's creative date nights, this and 365 date nights, that and hey, do this date night. Dude, 10 years ago, it wasn't talked about much. It, it just wasn't. So, you know, you're so ahead of the game. If you, if, if you guys can jump on that now and you're making a monthly date night now, I mean, you guys don't have any kids so you could do it once a week if you so chose but what elisa was saying before i stepped on her was that you definitely need to talk that out and even if it's oh i was just gonna say you know when, when we'd had the conversation about your phone call was i had said you know even if you get out for an hour you know i understand you're gonna have a brand new baby and quite honestly as a brand new mother i didn't want to be too far away from my baby but, you know, if you've got somebody that can come over for an hour, hour and a half, long enough to go to Starbucks or go grab a bite at a, you know, at a, a restaurant. Or for a walk or around for the a block walk around a couple the block, times. Do something that allows the two of you to just be the two of you. Right. This was a mistake that we made. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think we had a date night until Alex was probably like nine or ten months old. I, mm. I don't. Uh, he. It was a no. while. No, you remember when we when we still lived in Spokane, your parents were in town or my parents came up and we did do that one night to like Red Robins. Okay, and then we then we moved back to Southern California. Right. Uh, okay, so he was like 2 weeks old we had a date night and then we didn't have a date night until he was like 9 months old. Right. <laughs> Long gap between dates. 
Um, I think it was even later than nine months. I think uh, he may have been a year. Yeah, I don't remember. It was a long time. But what I'm trying to say is make that a priority. Maybe even start getting into the habit, like Tony said, start doing it now so that when your baby comes, you know, obviously you're going to take a few weeks where you don't because <laughs> everybody's right. readjusting. But say, you know what? Let's have a one month anniversary after the baby. Let's you and me, let's, let's plan to get somebody to come over here for an hour. You know, nothing too crazy. The baby gets fed before you leave. Baby gets fed when you come back. You know, somebody will hold your baby for an hour Mm -hmm. while you're gone and love on him or her. And it will make such a difference in your marriage. If you start that early so that you maintain the fact that your marriage, that relationship is the number one relationship in your household. Right. We talk about this in our book. We talk about from the top down. We talk about getting your priorities straight. God first, spouse second. And then we talked about and screw the kids. This is our marriage. We've talked about it a number of times. Yeah. But what I'm trying to get across is that you need to maintain the marital relationship first because we hear so often from couples where yeah. that gets upside down. So Grant, hopefully we answered your question. If not, call back and ask us, you know, for more details next week. We'd love to hear from you again. You guys know that you can call in anytime at the 858-876-5663 number. It's 24-7 voicemail. You can always get in touch with us. So we're going to talk about our week, or, uh, the yep. topic. Let's do it. I don't want the world. I want you. This was actually something that Tony came home with um, a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Maybe about a month now, and it was something that he had been mulling over, and have just kind of seen it played out um, in, in the last few weeks. And really, it kind of hits home to you know just our general kind of workaholic, busy, busy, busy culture. Mm-hmm. And what this really gets at is the fact that. You can try and provide everything you want for your spouse or for your family, for your kids. You know, I want to I give you the world, you know, the house, the car, the clothes, the gadgets, the everything. toys, everything. But it doesn't matter. If I don't have Tony, if I don't have him engaged in our marriage, then it doesn't matter how beautiful everything I have is. It's all a house of cards. Right. It's all a house of cards. I see this play out in relationships where you've got a workaholic spouse and you've got one spouse just, you know, doing, you know, whether it's keeping the house clean or keeping the kids in line or, you know, everything looks picture perfect. But the relationship's missing. Right. And you can sense the pain And the heartache, because while the picture looks really pretty, the house is gorgeous, the kids are cute, they've got the nice car. If you don't have each other, it's empty. It's empty. Right. And and here's the newsflash. Other people can see that. It does not matter how pretty you paint that picture. People know when your heart is breaking, whether or not you tell them. You forgot to mute it. Well, I was going to play our song here. Oh, okay. Play our song. Well, I'm going to play part of a song. And I think many of you know this song by Casting Crowns. 
It's kind of hard to come after that. Um, I wasn't sure how much of the song Tony was going to play because I'm actually reading the lyrics at the same time. And the very next verse um, has the line, Daddy, can you come to my game? Oh, baby, please don't work late. Another wasted weekend and they are slipping away. Yep. I'm not even sure why I'm getting so emotional about this because this is not our life. But my heart breaks for those couples out there mm-hmm. who don't even realize that, you know, for those husbands and wives, and, and I'm not pointing fingers because I know that you are trying to provide the best that you know how for your family. But I encourage you, if you're the one working like a dog, to look at your wife or your husband, to look at your kids. And ask yourself, is it worth it? it? Is is me being home, you know, 16 hours a day or traveling all the time, is it worth it? Because I can tell you right now, you don't get those years back with your kids. Or your spouse. Or your spouse. And the more you put into something else, the less you have to give to them. And they are just waiting for you. Your spouses are waiting at home, wanting you to come and just spend time with them. Just hold them. Your children, your children want you to play on the floor with them. They want you to throw the ball. They want you to have a tea party because that's what matters. You know, they might ask you for all the gadgets and trust me, my kids, uh, you know, they, we've got two birthdays and Christmas coming up and my kids have got their wish lists. Um, and our kids ask for all the gadgets and we just kind of sure. look at them and laugh and say, <laughs> not in this family. Um, and I know sometimes it seems easy to give the gifts mm-hmm. as a token of your love because you're working so hard and you, you're proud of your ability to provide this because you do work hard and there's nothing wrong with working hard as long as you're not sacrificing your relationships. 
and Elisa and I can talk from this standpoint. Prior to kids, we were living in Redlands, Loma Linda area. Uh, it's called the Inland Empire here in Southern California. And we were driving to two hours a day each way. I was driving to LA. Uh, Elisa was driving to Orange County. And we would leave about 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning to get to our respective places because of the traffic and everything. We would get home at about 7, 7.30. And I will have to tell you, those were some of the darkest days of our marriage. Those were some of the days when pornography was so strong in my life too. Because we were so darn dead tired and had nothing to give to each other. And in all honesty, I really didn't want to have a conversation. It took too much time. It took too much energy. The pictures and the videos on the video or on my computer screen was just easier. And boy, was my marriage just slipping away. You know, it was just going away for what? For more money? To look like I had more stuff? To say I had more gadgets? And it wasn't until I quit that job and hiked the Pacific Crest Trail that God just sort of slapped me upside my head and made me realize that there's more to life than just working and stuff. When you can hike from Mexico to Canada for four and a half months with 10 pounds of stuff on your back, I, I think I can live anywhere. And I know you guys can too because we live in one of the greatest countries in this world. Those of us who live in America, for those of you in South Africa and Australia and Canada, love you guys too. And I'm glad you're here because you guys live in some amazing countries too. And we just strive and we strive and we strive and we forget everything and we just leave awake and we just want to go. And this is what it is. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go after that American dream. More, bigger, better. better. <laughs> and is it really worth it? I mean, can you sit here listening to us right now and going, I'm doing this. I want more in my marriage. I want more intimacy in my marriage. But you keep coming up against a roadblock. It might be this, and it's a hard thing to hear. I know it's a hard thing to hear because you're sitting here and you're probably yelling at us going, well, Tony and Lisa, how do you want me to pay for my family? Mm -hmm. And I understand it. I totally understand it. But I think there are times when you can make changes and you got to really look at it because at the end of the day, if you're just coming in, plopping in and you're just a body, it gets real easy to go do other stuff for both spouses for both. Yeah. And it's not uncommon for us to hear about women who fantasize about having affairs because their husbands are gone. There's no love there. There's no intimacy there. They don't want the world. They want you. They want you. It may mean downsizing. It may mean getting rid of that expensive car. It may mean you don't have the bling bling Christmas. It's stuff you got to talk about. And I know it's tough because you got an image to hold up. And you know what? It doesn't matter. Let me tell you, I've been there. I've wanted it. 
I want more and I do and I feel like I need more. And I realize every time I get to that point that God's sort of tapping me on my shoulder going, I got you where I want you. That's it. You're finding that 1,100 square foot place. I know you want bigger. I know you'd like to have that dining room with the big old grand, what area that's called, the... Great room. Great room. You know, it's all one and we'd have like a nice little office off of our, I don't know, some part of the house. But you know what? God has us where he wants us. Mm-hmm. We live in a lifestyle that is conducive to an extraordinary marriage. For it's, us. For us. It takes time. And I'm not saying you can't make loads of money. Go for it. I, my goal is to make loads of money to have the lifestyle that goes with it, though. You know? But that also requires living within your means. Mm-hmm. And we've, we talked about that when we talked about our um, the chapter on financial intimacy money matters in the book. Um, part of, part of this topic is understanding that, you know, there, there's that saying images, everything it's not, you would be shocked if you and your friends could really be honest with each other. And I say this only because I can speak from experience. There are lots of pretty pictures out there that are crumbling on the inside. And what I mean by that is there are lots of marriages that they present a very rosy facade. You know, we've got the kids, we've got the car, we've got the house. <laughs> Look at us. We're so happy. And inside there's a world of hurt yeah. that you, even as their friend do not know. And the reason I can say this is because we get those emails and we see it. We see, we see it with our own friends. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you a prime example of this. So when the real estate boom was just happening, just going crazy. And and as many of you know, San Diego is one of the hottest places there was. It was just hot. I mean, it was just, uh, it It was was ridiculous, stupid. And no kidding. I was so frustrated at times and just irritated that friends of ours were getting into these houses, flipping them, making a hundred grand and doing this or doing that. And, you know, I just had my set ways of this is the way the business is run. This is how we save money. This is what we're going to do. And I was so frustrated. And Elisa knows many conversations we had when I would just be like, how is that happening? Mm-hmm. You know, how are they buying that house? Well, come to find out now with the downturn and everything, it, it was just, it was just play money. I mean, people that we know they're just hurting. You know, they overextended themselves to the point where they've lost their homes. I mean, I know one guy, I mean, he had like nine of them and it just all came tumbling down. I mean, he's lost. I mean, he had his first marriage completely obliterated, got remarried. And I think towards the end of that, that has gone south. Wow. And I just go, oh, you know. It's, I sometimes, I, I was, I will have to say I was jealous. And now though I look back and I just go, well, we had our plan and we just stuck with it and we are where we are. And that means we have the smaller house. Yeah. It means my car, which, you know, the whole radiator problem, you guys have heard about that in the last few episodes. It's going to be my car until it dies. Yep. 
That's a, yeah, an agreement. We finally, yeah, you know, we'd been talking back and forth about what we we're going to do with the car. And I just said, you know what? It doesn't make sense with the way we live our life. As long as this, you know, it's kind of like, as long as it's still moving and doesn't cost us more to fix it, then it's worth, it's going to be my car. Would I love to have a new car or a newer car? Yes. Come on. Does it make sense for our family? Does it make sense with Tony as the primary provider, the sole provider for our family? Uh, you know, we don't carry debt. Right. That That's something that we chose to do, but that means that we live a, a, a lifestyle. We have to make choices based on the fact that we carry no consumer debt. We have a mortgage. Although yeah. when we buy our house or when we buy our next car, we'll just put a big old fat down payment and we'll carry. Right. But, small but we pay off and you know, like we paid off the loan on your work vehicle oh, yeah. early. Yeah. You know, we have a plan for the money. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get so caught up in being the provider and providing all of the things that you forget about providing the relationships. Don't get so caught up in making an image that you forget about making a family. You know, let people see the family that goes to the park on a Sunday afternoon with the dad rolling around in the grass and tossing the ball with his son. Because quite honestly, your kid's friends are going to look at you going, oh, I wish my dad did that with me. Right. You know, have, have the marriage relationship where your husband or wife, whoever, you know, is there gets to brag. Do you know what my husband or my wife did for me today? Because you're there, you're engaged in your marriage. Right. The things. They come and go. They come and go. And you know, like Tony said at the beginning of this episode, we've been through two fires here in two, five major fires here in San Diego. We know people who have literally lost everything but what they could fit in their car as the flames were licking their house. Yep. In the blink of an eye, it could be gone. Yep. Your relationships will be what sustained you. So you need to make a choice. And it's not an easy choice. We know because we've been there. And fight it every day. We fight. We do. We fight the I want to haves. <laughs> right. We fight envy. We fight, you know, we are here in San Diego. We have friends that have much larger homes than we, we do. Don't, we, we don't live in a bubble by any stretch of the imagination. We know. We're not perfect. We, we experience jealousy. We experience envy. We experience the I want to have it. Mm-hmm. I want to have it all. We fight that feeling all the time because it matters to me more that I don't have to get up and go to work every day that I get to be here. I get to take my kids to school. I get to pick them up. You know, I take them to their classes. I, you know, I do that kind of stuff today. Tony, the weather was bad. He didn't go on a bike ride. We hung out as a family. He took one kid shopping or two kids shopping. Yeah. You had both of them. We did that. The kids hung out with him while I was at my jewelry party. This is our family. We've had to work really hard and and battled a lot of I want this what if we did that you know what if we switch this what if we 
you know, we've had the conversation. What if we take on a little more debt to do something or not? And we're like, no, that's not in our plan, in our plan. And you have to have a plan. You have a, if you're in business, you have a business plan. Hope so. Have you ever thought about having a marriage plan? Maybe it's not written out on paper, but have you ever sat across the table from one another and said, what's our plan for the next five years? And this is not a one-sided conversation for those of you that are the planners in the relationship. <laughs> right. You do not get to present your family plan with no input. Yeah. Comes, you, got, you guys come together and do that. It's a collaboration. Right. But think about it as you're, as you're listening to this podcast. Take a deep breath. And think about what your spouse really wants. Would they be okay with a little less stuff and a little more of you? Right. And if you're not sure, ask them. May hurt, but it's, it's well worth it. Ask the question. Look at your kids and say, how many times am I like the guy in that song? Driving away in my BMW, going farther and farther away. How many times does my son say, hey, dad, can you play catch? And I'm like, nope, not right now. Sorry, son. Got to go to a meeting. Got to go to work. Got to gotta go. Got to go. Got to go. Got to go. Got to go. How many times does your family hear, I got to go? Yeah. Because you're not so important that I want to stay with you. What does that do to them? What's it doing to you? Every time you see their faces, don't have your heart be so hardened that you can't see the pain and you can't see what that's doing to the relationships that should matter most. Mm -hmm. And there's one other person who wants you. His name is Jesus. So if you're sitting there right now and you're just going, it's time, just say a silent prayer to yourself. Just let him know you want to let him into your life. You want to let them into your heart that you are going to make a change. And it's just that simple prayer of just going, Jesus, I want you. I want you in my life. And I will tell you from a man who stood on top of a mountain over 10 years ago saying that it'll change your life forever. And it will be a challenge. There will be ups and downs, but it is the greatest thing you can do in your life. So with that, I want to say we love you guys and have a fantastic week. Thanks for listening to the One Extraordinary Marriage Podcast. We would love to hear from you. You can go ahead and give us a call at area code 858-876-5663 or send us an email to info at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. The website is oneextraordinarymarriage.com. And while you're there, you can sign up for our Marriage Minute Monday newsletter and you can also purchase Tony and Elisa's new book, Stripped Down. It's available now in print, audio, and ebook formats. Also, the One Extraordinary Marriage podcast has sponsorship opportunities available now. If your business is interested in sponsoring this podcast, please contact us at oneextraordinarymarriage.com.